Welcome everyone, we're about to begin with Hashem Feedback and Insights Sheer number 117. Last two Sheer, we talked about the first foundation of intimacy, which is emotional intimacy. And today we're going to talk about a second one called physical intimacy. But this physical intimacy that we're going to talk about today is separate from sexual intimacy, which is actual um, you know, physical intimate relation between a husband and a wife. The physical intimacy we're talking today that not, does not necessarily lead to um, the sexual aspects of it. And one thing I just want to make agdama for men, for some young men, this is sometimes hard for them because they say that if they start getting in contact physically by hugging and cuddling and back massaging and things like that, they get triggered. And it could lead to Zara Lavatala, and it could lead to them always wanting to lead towards the 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 sexual intimacy. So the Eitzah is is that in the early part of marriage, or if a person knows that that's their personality, they get very highly triggered, and and they ultimately need to um, be involved in the actual sexual intimacy. Then in those types of situations, what we're going to discuss in this year and possibly the next year. Um, is healthy to try to practice and do on those nights or when it's already close to the time that there will be sexual intimacy. Uh, that way they could have their outlet then if they're having difficulties with this. But truth be told, is even young people, and certainly when you're a little bit older and with proper training and with just working on one's nature, uh, one can get to a point where they could get engaging in physical intimacy of these type of things and does not necessarily have to lead to the being triggered or or having a need to have the actual sexual aspect of it. For example, in other words, if it could be uh, uh, just on Sunday morning and uh, you and, and you're both going to go places or whatever it is, and and it's not really the time that we are with Shaykh to have uh, the sexual aspects, that you could train yourself that you could have those physical intimate type of the, the other physical connections, holding hands and cuddling or kissing and, and things like that, where it won't be triggering, where it won't necessarily have to lead to anything else that creates less tension, and that's really the goal. So just to understand, so what young wives should also need to understand this is that very often husbands very would be afraid to get physically connected because they're afraid of getting triggered when they know that the sexual aspects won't happen till a lot later or maybe not even today and they're just afraid that if they start getting involved in hugging and things like that that'll trigger them sexually which creates problems for them um you know if they can't actually consummate it and end it and and you know and and and, and have that release and so on and so forth so some wives who hear this, they need to be sensitive, especially if, they're, if their husbands are young and they have this issue, that their withdrawal very often is not because they want to withdraw, but because they're just simply afraid to have that physical warmth and contact that's non-sexual because it could lead to sexual and it's not just the time for it yet, and that creates some triggering aspects. So there, there, there's ways to work around it, and the real key is to... Try your best, and you can, with training, with um, working on oneself, to be able to do this. 
And when you're older, it gets a little bit easier. And even if you're in your mid-20s, late-20s, but even in your early 20s, there's ways to train yourself that you could have the physical loving touch and warmth without having that need to, that it necessarily lead to the sexual aspects to it. So we're talking today about that part. You can, most people interchange physical intimacy and sexual intimacy interchangeably, that they're the same thing, but they're not the same thing. They're very, very different. You can have physical intimacy without sexual intimacy. And that's what we're talking about today. And that is extremely important in a marriage. It's impossible generally to have sexual intimacy without some sort of physical intimacy, obviously. What is physical intimacy in the sense we're talking about? It's closeness and connection created through your loving touch. It could include, it could include holding hands, kissing, cuddling, back massaging, foot rubs, or any other non-sexual touch that fills an, that emotional need with that physical touch. We say the word non-sexual, by the way, loosely, because every type of physical contact between a man and a woman has some sexual component to it. It's just the fact that they're two genders. But when we use the word non-sexual, we mean here that it does not lead necessarily to physical sexual intimacy. And this could happen any time of the day. This in and of itself, the wanting to be touched and to touch and to hold is tremendously, tremendously healing in the marriage and fosters a great amount of closeness and heals a lot of hurts and heals a lot of wounds if you know how to do this properly. And what happens is, unfortunately, that maybe in the early years of marriage this happens, but then what happens is, is later you have different schedules, you have longer hours of doing other things or working or other responsibilities, and sometimes what happens is you get used to the fact, and after children certainly, but at, instead of cuddling together on a couch, you'd sit on the opposite sides of the couch and just hang out there and used to, let's say, give each other long hugs or a deep kiss, so it's things like that. Now you maybe give a quick hug, a peck on the cheek, and that's it. And, and it goes on a decline. Some people were never even used to this. Some people feel, and it's really not healthy, that, okay, when it comes to Aina in the time that you're supposed to be physically, sexually intimate, then I'll have that foreplay. And then, then you know, of course, that like we talked about Aina in earlier Shiorim, and Bez in future Shiorim. But the truth be told is this Chiv of this type of Aina, of having these types of physical contact of warmth, even if it's not sexual, it won't lead to that, is extremely important. And that usually fizzles out, or people don't even start with it. And certainly after children, when children are born, then there's pregnancy, breastfeeding, and uh, the kids hanging around over the mother. And for example, as a wife, let's talk from the wife's perspective, uh, that's, uh, they relate this way, that they felt out of, like, too much, they're, they're already touched with the pregnancy, breastfeeding, and, and dealing with their child, and their husbands would randomly try to hug them or hold hands with them, and the wife admitted, I'd push him away. I'd be annoyed. Uh, the, here's another person that wants something from me physically to hold me and to hug me. I'm, 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 I'm struggling even with my, my young children to always try to hug them and kiss them and, and, and deal with them physically. And I'm frustrated by the fact that my husband wants the same from me. Meaning there was a lack of awareness of how deeply, deeply important it is. 
And again, it goes both ways. I'm just saying the example that was related um, as I'm reading this from from articles and and, and 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 books and so on and so forth. Of course, it works both ways, as we as we're going to explain. So, emotional intimacy is the is the yisoid, what we talked about last to shiurim. But when you're dealing with the other types, for example, physical intimacy now, not sexual with Aina, but the physical intimacy, the way you work with this is if you have that emotional connection. So whenever a husband tried to be physical with his wife and the wife would scream, stop touching me, uh, you don't know what it's like to have someone touch me all day long, I don't want you to touch me, you know, or roll your eyes and like sigh, you know, what do you want from me? really, really hurts, and that really shows a lack of emotional connection. It goes the other way around. If a husband rebuffs his wife's advances of hugging and caring and things like that physically, that he also, sometimes after a hard day's work, is not in the mood, quote-unquote, of it, or he's busy in his thoughts, he needs to be, that's why the first foundation of of physical, of emotional intimacy is key to get to this point over here. But this is extremely, extremely important. So for wives, they need to know, for example, that for their husband, the physical intimacy, I don't, I don't just mean sexual now, but the simply hugging and the holding and the kissing and, 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 and the caressing and all of that for the husband, towards the husband, the husband needs that because that conveys to him that he matters and that he is desired and that he is important to his wife. And when that's lacking, it creates a rift in the marriage. And, you know, because normally, okay, you think even your husband's a good person. Okay, he's a provider. He's a father. We don't think of your husband in those terms that he really needs your affection and your love. And very often he doesn't express it, although we learn how husbands should try to express that and so on. But the key really is, is to see that and realize that the physical intimate aspects of the relationship, not just the sexual, but the physical connection and closeness of cuddling, hugging, kissing, doesn't just go away because you have children, or doesn't go away even if you have older children or teenage children, doesn't go away just because he turned 30 or he turned 40, or even if he turned 50 or 60. It does not go away. This is a deep human need. And that's a big struggle for many couples, both husbands and wives, where they the why sometimes that that, that they're t- touched too much, meaning they're, they're interacting with their young children, and 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 again, this is another misconception where where wives often believe that their husbands only want to touch them because they want sex, which is very untrue. Sometimes, yes, because especially for younger husbands or some type of people that are easily triggered, that if they hug and kiss and cuddle, then their hormones get you know, automatically interact where they need that sex because that's just the way their biology, their their bodies work, like we explained. And and we need to work, be compassionate. But over time, like we said, husband could learn to control that, to regulate that, where it doesn't necessarily come onto that. But even if it does, that that's not the shayrish adavar. That's many, many women and also men about other men make that mistake and think that it's only sex on their head and, and they're one-dimensional that way and they're like just behemoth animals, totally, totally false. They want that physical 
They want the emotional connection that we talked about in the last two shiurim. No idea, no idea how many men Amida admit, sometimes privately, sometimes publicly, to therapists, to marriage counselors, to close friends. I'm not talking about yentering now. I'm talking about if it's a real deep, healthy type of friendship where they say, I need this closeness, I need this love. And sometimes, unfortunately, it goes the other way around where a, a, a wife is very affectionate and the husband lacks in this. And neither one has trouble often to verbalize, Has they have trouble verbalizing how important this foundation is, how important the need for physical touch is in a caring way. And what's hard for a husband a lot also is he sees his wife is capable of physical love and connection, how she easily hugs her children, even her young t- teenage children, he, how easily she hugs her friends, their intentional actions that I love them and I want to show affection to them. It shows an intention in marriage. And when he's out of the way, uh, you know, like not in the picture of that, it's extremely hurtful and creates a rift. And the key is, is to be intentional about touching your husband and being receptive to his touches. It's not just a one-way street. And to talk about it and try to work through it. And very often it's the other way around the, uh, as well. A husband needs to need, know, understand his wife's need for physical touch, not necessarily leading to physical sexual intimacy in order to do this, to be conscious about the intentional act of touching. And again, like we said in many, many shiurim, you could start out doing this or getting back into this or starting with this, even if internally inside right now you don't feel like doing this i'm not in the mood of touching him or her you that that shouldn't be relevant especially when you want to start this foundation which is tremendous side we talked about in shalom bias all around of what you you even don't say something's not legitimate or i'm not going to do something because i'm not feeling it inside right now extremely important concept same thing with physical, sexual intimacy. Same thing with, with Abaydes Hashem when you're davening and so on and so forth. Don't say, I don't feel it, I'm not doing it. You don't feel it, you do it anyway, and you're intentional about it. Sometimes you don't feel like smiling or showing warmth. You, What we call the word fake it, which we said many times, is not faking it. Because this is your really, really what you know is right to do, and you know you want to feel it. Tanya talks about it, B'negei Abaydes Hashem, and Ahavas Hashem, he says, Yomakayim, the mitzvah of Ahafta, love, I, right now, in your feelings, you don't feel such love to Hashem at this particular moment, but when you're doing actions and you're being misbeining in things that lead to love, even though you don't feel the emotion, Yomakayim, the mitzvah of Ahafta. And I'll go into detail, Hashem, when I learn, and I want to go through certain aspects of Tanya that are extremely vital for every human being to know and to hear that discusses emotional health, especially from chapter 26 to 32 and onward, where it talks a lot about the emotional health of a person. So the same thing over here. Even if you're not in the mood of touching or you're, it, it bothers you somewhat, you realize it's an intentional thing. In the beginning, you do it anyway because it's important in marriage and you work towards practicing till it does the Ezez Hashem become second nature. What's important to know is is that a body, a physical body, is designed 
to touch and to be touched in a healthy way. I know we live in a culture where, unfortunately, there's so much abuse when it comes to these type of things in, in the world, right? A Rebbe's afraid to hug his Talmud because, you know, these days, you know, who knows what? They come to these crazy conclusions. I understand it's a twisted world these days, and that's why this is happening, where people don't understand what healthy touch is, or they're afraid of abusing that. But the idea being, though, there's no question that in a healthy, warm relationship, you see, Dove and Yonison, they were best friends, and they hugged each other, embraced each other when they, when they met. And that is nothing to do with any type of physical desires of any sort. It's a true kinship of connecting souls through, con- through expressing in the body. And with a husband and wife, most certainly. And it is a fortunate matana when a wife can learn to be intimate this way and when a husband can learn to be intimate this way. Basically, what ha- what's happening now, and I'll, I'll end this share at this particular point, is that this pillar, this physical touch, not necessarily relating to the sex aspect of it, conveys to the other person security, belonging, and it brings to them a certain sense of peace. There's a certain sense of menuchas hanefesh, being hugged, being held, being cuddled, being a deep kiss, a passionate kiss. And again, with young men, it's sometimes difficult to do without leading. And wives, especially in the younger age, or if you know your husband is triggered, then work with this close to the time of physical intimacy. If there's no right now, and then practice it as you get along till he gets used to doing it, till the husband gets used to doing it without necessarily being triggered. Frankly, it works the other way around too also. Wives often could also get triggered when she's deeply kissed passionately. Well, she'll want to have that, the rest of it, you know, to continue on in the sexual intimacy. So again, if, if both of you or one of you has that personality, then start practicing this pre as part of foreplay or a little bit before it where you know it's going to happen anyway and it's easier, then practice it then. And then ultimately, eventually, you use to practice it even all other times and you'll get used to it where it doesn't necessarily have to lead to sexual, to the actual sexual act and to, to work with it together. But that is really, really key. Everyone needs it. It's a healthy, normal need. And it really comes from a deep, deep inner desire to connect with your husband, to connect with your spouse, to bring rayas from Sukkim, from Chazal, from many, many places, how important this is. And with Be'ezus Hashem going to continue discussing this in the next year. Bracha and Atzlacha.